What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I am your host, Adam Meredith. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. I'm so happy you're able to do so. If uh, if you're a repeat listener, you know what the deal is. I'm sitting down with interesting humans, trying to gain some perspective. Although I'm not always sitting down with interesting humans. Sometimes it's just me by myself shooting the shit. Uh, sharing some thoughts and offering my own personal perspective. So either way, thank you guys for being here. Uh, we have an awesome show for you today. Before I get to my guest, I want to send a big shout out to Convergence Media Group. Go to convergencemg.com and check them out, guys. They work with companies across all platforms, and what they do is they help you build your brand in this digital world. They're going to help you with strategy uh, and content creation, and they will just help you produce content that is going to help you grow your brand and your business. So if you are interested in working with them, go check them out, ConvergenceMG. Dot com. You can also go to Convergence MG and kind of scroll through their social, but we've partnered with them and uh, it's definitely helped the show tremendously. So go check them out, ConvergenceMG.com. Also, big thank you to my good friends over at Jombo Superfoods. Go to JomboCBD.com and check out their full line of cannabidiol products. CBD is helping folks with things such as inflammation control. They're helping with uh, gut health and brain health and just tons and tons of different benefits. CBD is an adaptogen, so that helps your body reach this homeostatic state. And whatever that means for you, whether that's, you know, whether you're needing some sort of uh, inflammation control or you know you have uh, a messed up stomach and you need to help kind of get your gut in order or you're using it for like maybe mood regulation maybe you're just filled with angst and you want to calm yourself down tons and tons of benefits great for your brain they have drops they have sprays they have a muscle bomb tons and tons of different products to help you get your CBD so go check them out jombocbd.com when you use the code outside at checkout you'll save 20% off of the entire order and they are typically doing buy two get one free so throw two in your cart you'll probably get that third one for free and then you'll save 20% off of that entire order I personally use their muscle bomb almost every day before I go to bed. It helps my joints and my muscles after a hard day of training and it is by far one of my favorite products that they have. They have a regular strength and then extra strength um, with menthol added so you get that additional uh, relief. So go check them out. JumboCBD.com. Use the code outside when you check out and you'll save 20%. Alright guys, let's get to my guest. I am sitting down with Bond. Jarrett Bond. Jarrett, uh, Jarrett is an amazing human. Uh, I first uh, became aware of Jarrett, like, like many of my other guests, through social media. Uh, I follow a company that uh, he works for, uh, First Form, and Jarrett is just a, he's just a fucking nice guy, man. He's almost like a secret agent. You almost don't know what he does. He keeps it kind of 
chilling in a rap. I still kind of don't even know what he does, but um, you know, he works at First Form. He uh, is, I believe, the director of the Elite Athlete Program, and uh, I just, I just really enjoyed learning more about his story and his journey. And uh, he's just doing some amazing things in the world. So, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to my guest, Jarrett Bond. Bond, Jarrett Bond. How old does that get, or does it? You, you know, does it, it doesn't. Get old? Uh, Classic. It, yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, it, it, here's actually what makes me sad, and here's what makes me feel old. <laughs> 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 Man, I'll, I'll talk to some young kids. I'm like, oh, name's Bond, or you know, James Bond. They're like, okay. I'm like, you don't know who that is, do you? They're like, nope. I'm like, dang. James Bond's not as cool anymore. I know. It's. Re- I know. There's like even a couple new movies, and I can't tell you the last one I've watched. Yeah, you know? I, I a new one is in theaters right now. Yep, I, don't I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, I saw previews. Something about dying. Yeah, I think they all have something with. Bro, Bond <laughs> was legit. Bond was the heat when uh, back with Goldeneye. Yeah, like, we came up. It was yeah, like Pierce yeah. Brosnan was Bond. <laughs> and did you play Goldeneye? Goldeneye, dude. That's all. Mario Kart, Goldeneye, <sighs> dude. Uh, yeah, and I, at that point in my life, like you were smoking weed, BMX. <laughs> that's what you did. Like you're like, all right, hey, cool, lights are on. Let's just. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're just sitting here just chilling. I mean, I played so much Goldeneye. Anytime I would get uh, odd job, and we'd have like the golden gun. It's yep. like a unfair advantage yeah. bro something really funny about that though uh it, it, just that time right like you get too close to the door your arm will pop out yep. <laughs> like, oh, i know where you're <laughs> I at i can see you <laughs> dude that game was the shit dude they had trap doors and everything i think i saw that they are revamping that game it's gonna be the same game but just like updated graphics yeah. dude they should for real like, dude, yeah nostalgia i think nostalgia is one of the biggest thing it's a great seller but i think it's one of the biggest things with our generation yep yeah, how old are you? Uh, 34. Yeah, so we're, yep. I'm 32, so we're yep. right in that same generation. Yep. Yeah, so yep. it's like, for some reason, we're just extremely nostalgic people. I mean, that's why you see, like, things. Um, I ain't mad about it. Ninja Turtle <laughs> stuff is huge. Yep. I used to love Ninja Turtle stuff yep. growing up, dude. It was my jam. Oh, but, me too. Uh, what, what turtle were you? That's that's an important question. Yeah. So growing up, I was Mikey. Like that was my yeah, Mikey was it? Yeah. was my. Sh- it's funny. My daughter just asked me that the other day. She goes, Dad, which one do you want to be? I go. Well, my heart says Mikey, but I'm like, ah, I like Ralph. Yep, yep. <laughs> Maybe now it's just that I'm older. I, yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I like the, the grumpy Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the aggressive <laughs> grumpy Ralph. <laughs> uh, now, are you the baby in the family? No, I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. Ah, okay. Yeah. Is, uh, dude, there's some cool studies about birth order. And typically, yeah. according to the studies, uh, the the eldest is the most responsible. Right? Yeah. So, like, you're, you're kind of, like, fatherly or motherly, you know, like, okay, hey, I got to protect my little you know, my, my little brothers or sisters, things like that, where I'm the baby. Yeah. I have two older sisters. And even though, like, we didn't – I pretty much grew up, like, just my father and I. But, uh, bro, I'm like, yo, where the party at? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like responsibility like, when yeah, you're the let's baby. Have fun. Yeah, man, just, like, kick it, free spirit. Like, yeah. you know, and, it, it, like, some of it's true. Like, hey, I don't like rules. I don't like rules. Yeah. I, I don't mind rules if I know why the rules are the rules. But right. when you just tell me to do something, just do it. I'm like, not all. That's not flying. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird how that works out, man. Um, Like, your birth order – or mm-hmm. what your age is just in your like your class of, of, yep. of peers. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that has a big development um, <coughs> effect as far as your you know, your uh, your attitude and sure. you know, just a lot of the traits that level. you develop. Yeah, 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 man. It's so crazy. That's something I was super aware of because I read the book, um, I think it was t- I don't know if it was Tipping Point or Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Um it was the one where he's talking about ten thousand hours. Um, before you're an expert. 
Yeah, before you're an exporter, you know, you're like, you know, the level of efficiency and, yep. you know, mastery, right? Yep. So the 10,000 hours takes, you know, roughly, you know, 10 years to get there. And, and in, uh, in the chapter, he was talking about how – Says the brown belt, by the way. I just want everybody to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been doing that sport for a long time. We'll definitely 10, talk about it. 10,000 hours, dog. <laughs> we'll talk about it for sure. But um, he was using the example of, uh, like, the National Hockey League. And how and I was actually talking, you know, you know Brock Wilson, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, we were talking about that. Dude, how, Brock's cool, yeah, man. dude, such yeah. good people, dude. Brock actually worked with me for a little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, man, I'm happy for him now. He's in a good spot. Like, dude, he he he's doing him. He's doing him really well. Yeah, man. yeah, Wish man. Him the best. Him and Brittany seem to be doing some cool stuff, just kind of in the fitness space in yep. St. Louis, which yep. is really nice to see. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was explaining to me how they do draft years. So it's essentially like you know the year you're born. And um, if you're born in the beginning of the year, like January, February, March, you tend to be a little bit physically bigger. So because of that, and, you know, they have like, you know, the cutoff time because you're, you know, you know, physically you're developed that much more like a year is a lot of time at that age of your life. And uh, those kids would tend to get selected for more like AAU teams. So they yeah, get more yeah. practices, more games, better coaching. And then it's just like this snowball effect. And it's not that they were necessarily more superior than these other kids. It's just you have a greater concentration of them. Just, you know, they have more time to develop. Yep. So then everything else just kind of yep. kind of rolls downhill from there. So um, I had a fucking point with that. I don't know where I was going. Uh, you just gave me a good softball, too. <laughs> well, uh, so growing up, I, you know, it, and it, it's, this is actually this is really cool. We're just kind of kicking and just talking. But, yeah, um, I grew up. I was small, man. Like I graduated high school, 145. And like I was I was pushing to make that. Right? Oh, OK. Um, but I was always one of the little guys, and, and like my crew, I hung out with. They all had bigger brothers. Oh man, it was good and bad. I knew I was a little guy, okay, and I always wanted to be. Everyone, okay. So again, our generation, yeah, you'd find your, you'd find your boys. You'd go outside, okay. Hey, where are the, where are the bikes? You know, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Where they're parked at in the front yard, that's where, that's, that's where, that's where the whole, like the whole neighborhood. Exactly. Is. Yeah. No cell phones, no nothing. You know, yep. like uh, pagers came out eventually. Yeah. Like, everything was nine one one. It wasn't even an emergency. <laughs> I right never anyway. had a pager. I was too broke. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I didn't have one either. My friends did. Oh, did yeah, they? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna stay on course here. We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> Man, you know, it, it, looking back at life now, especially, but man, even like when I got a little bit older in high school, it was kind of an advantage being a smaller guy because it taught me like, hey, I'm not 200 pounds. I'm not as strong as this guy. Yeah. But I'm going to outwork you. I will get here before you and I will be here like after, you know. Yeah. You're not leaving before me. Yeah. I'll just stick around. I'll do core. I'll do something. I'll figure it out. Yeah. You know what? We're running sprints. Cool. I'm going to make you work because yeah. I'm going to beat you. Even if I don't beat you, you're going to know I'm right behind you and I'm coming at you, you know. Hard work, I couldn't control too much else, but I could control how hard my effort and how hard I work, man. Right. And, you know, that that's kind of following me with life. You, you know, I'm very fortunate now the people I work with, you work at First Form, you're a hard worker. Right. That, that That's that's a standard. Right? Yeah, that's just ingrained in the yeah. culture, man. Yep. So really to, to – to, to be considered a hard worker there, like you really gotta go above and beyond. Above and beyond. Yeah, you know? yeah, so. yeah, for sure, dude. And that's definitely a trait I would imagine. I mean, you have to develop if you want to be yep. successful, especially in like in, in any like physical trait. If you mm. are a little bit smaller, right? And I know what we were talking about um, circumstances, you know, uh, dictating like how you develop and your traits, oh, yeah. right? Yep. So, and talking about the small guy in jujitsu, I mean, that's why. Yeah, you can move that if it's in your. Oh, dog, I'm. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a people person, so I like being close. <laughs> Be like, close? You know, yeah, 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 right on, dude. Um, 
you know, Master Ilio Gracie, right? Like that's how we got Brazilian jiu-jitsu, right? Jiu-jitsu yeah. was was brought over to Brazil from Japan and he just found that he was, you know, the smaller, weaker guy typically, so he had to find ways how to, you know, use. leverage and angles and technique to beat yep. to beat bigger, stronger opponents and now we have this whole fucking beautiful sport of jiu-jitsu today, yep. you know what I'm yep. saying? And yeah, dude. So it's, it is interesting how um just how old you are, your physical traits, like it does kind of dictate or where what where, you, shapes you. where you're born, uh, what order you're born and like yeah. all these things, you know, dictate your personality and how you develop, dude. Yep. Um so you're so take me back a little bit because <coughs> You're a, like a physical fucking stud. <laughs> You're doing like the most, and t- you have you have probably the ideal body type for like CrossFit. You do a lot of CrossFit yes. stuff, and like you yep. have the ideal body type for that. Like, yep. and um, Thank you. you obviously excel. You do fucking fantastic. It's cool to see that. But wh- I think a lot of people would probably see Jarrett Bond today and just assume like that's where you started. But you just alluded that you were the small guy, man. No, so no. like. Take me back to the beginning. Like, what was it like growing up in Pennsylvania? And like, were you an athlete growing up, or what was yeah, that yeah, like, yeah. dude? Uh, so, you, you know, I grew up really poor. I, I don't know how much time you take or how much like. Hey, yeah, man, we're just we're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, just yeah. talking, I, man. I, yeah. I mean, I can get very specific, and actually, yeah, you know, however you feel comfortable, it, man. It, it, you follow me on Instagram, but you know, I, I, my wife and I are very fortunate, very blessed. Just bought a, a really nice house. In Congratulations, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, but life wasn't always like that for me. Yeah. And and, and you know, um, and, and I mentioned that in my post, like, hey look, this is my situation, my circumstances. Not that I'm complaining about it or anything. Like, hey, this is a card I was dealt. Right. But it really, that's not how it has to be played. Like, man, you can figure things out. Right. Um, but I knew, okay, hey, even at a young age, I knew I was poor. You know, I didn't know how poor I was or what I was. I was like, man, okay, like, how do I get there? Yeah. You know, like, uh, at that time, really liked baseball. My dad was actually pretty good at baseball. Uh, so, Baseball fields everywhere where I was at in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. So that was like kind of like an easy, fun sport. That's America's know. pastime, man. Yeah. Pennsylvania, big wrestling state. Eventually got right. that in high school. Um, football was my jam, though, man. Yeah. Like, I always like contact and something. So Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize how blessed and fortunate I was to be surrounded by some of the athletes and the caliber of people yeah. at the time. You know, again, now that I'm older, I'm like, dang, man. I was, you know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What position did you play? Uh, in football? Yeah. yeah uh, you got to guess. You'll never guess, actually. Never guess? Never guess. Okay, did you play both sides of the ball or just one side of the ball? Both, both sides. sides of the ball. So if I had to guess, you're probably – if you're a little guy, I'd probably get you like a <laughs> corner, uh, maybe a safety. All right, uh, so there's a story of this too. Uh, um, we're in practice. It's it's my sophomore year um, in high school. Yeah. Um, varsity offense is out there. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not quite starting to run back at this point or anything like that. Uh, so, you know, you're on the sidelines. Like, okay, Scott Team D, get out of here. Like, the line, uh, the nose guard, he went out for something. He's mm-hmm. like, somebody get in there. Somebody get in there. <laughs> Your nose guard? Somebody <laughs> get in there. I'm like, the hell with it. I'm going in. Yeah. So, you know, you get in there. And they're like, okay, cool. Downside hike. Shoot the gap. Yeah. Blow the play up. Almost yeah. take the hand off. Okay. Oh, so yeah, you're crazy. Center fast. gets center gets jumped on. Mason, what you know, da 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 da. Yeah. And uh he's like, Okay, let's run it again. Downside hike. Boom. Do it again. I tackle the running back in the backfield. I get yelled at. Bond, get the <laughs> You're <laughs> fucking everything yeah. up, dude. Yeah, Mason gets yelled at. Uh so the head coach is yelling at me. The defensive corner is saying, Bond, get over here, dude. And he's going like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like, Yeah. He's, he's plotting and scheming. Plotting it that next Friday. 
guess who's starting news guard? You. Me. Holy shit, yeah, dude. Yep. Sophomore wow. year, bro. Like, it was nuts. It was cool. The most fun I've ever had. It, yeah. It, it, dude, the same, offense is fun. Offense is explosive, things like that. Defense yeah. wins championship. Yeah. Um. So, they would rotate me between nose guard and defensive end. But uh, my senior year, that's, like, when I really, like, man, I was loving life. Yeah. Uh, training camp, um, man, ripped through, bam, hit my thing, boxer's fracture. Mm. Second game of the season, uh, got tackled, got slammed, boxer's fracture. So oh, I was in shit. two ca- – I was like, Dang. so, dude, I would rotate cutting casts off. <laughs> you were hurting, bro. You were uh, hurting. Well, I, I was, but you know what? I love the game so much it didn't even matter, man. I was like, look, yeah. I'll figure it out. You, you know, you just – Hey, yeah. God was gracious enough to give me ten digits, right? Like right. this one's uh, <laughs> no no big deal. I'm defense now, yeah. so I didn't play offense. Uh, y- you know, my senior year um, and junior year, yeah, I was running back. I, I was very. I don't want to say that, man. Like I was fortunate, but like, man, I ran and I worked hard. Yeah. Uh, again, I knew it wasn't big, but I was like, hey, I can be quick. And you're agile, brother. I love. I I like. I made love to dot drills and the speed ladder. Like I still get excited to see a speed ladder. Just yeah, like footwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. man. Yep. You ever think about all the brain damage it caused, though? Oh. I think that's why I got out of fighting after so long. Is I finally just started thinking about my brain all the time. Yeah. And then whenever I look back to fight, like to football in particular, like I'm. I'm always a little torn, right? Because, like, the things that you do, they make who you are. And I don't regret anything I've ever done. Um, I always think back if I could make a sport decision, maybe change, I would have not played football and I would have played baseball Baseball. instead. Mm -hmm. And wrestling was a little bit more my calling anyway. Like, I naturally took to that and I was most successful there. You had a good build for it, man, long and strong. I can can see it. It really worked. Um, But I loved fucking football. And I thought that was my path to success because, like, as a child, my uncle, like on my biological father's side, like he he made it to the NFL and he played like a season with the Dolphins and I think he kind of went on to more like practice squad type yep. stuff. But I saw that and I'm like, that's my path to success. Pro- professional athletics, like Bingo. football. Bingo. And I f- like, I, like my uncle did it, I can do it. So They're cool, they look good, they have fun. You yeah, know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, man. But hindsight, I'm like, man, I probably could have did more with my frame in baseball. Yeah. Like if you, it's just, you know, if you know better. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. But uh, Are man. You right or left-handed? Um, so it's weird because I'm left-handed whenever I, I write and I eat, but I'm fairly ambidextrous. So all my sports are done right-handed. Oh man, you were, uh, you were prime real estate. You should have <laughs> <laughs> went that, that ball route, man. Dude, yeah. Baseball, <laughs> dude, I'm for real. I could I played like one season as a kid and I, I crushed it. I should've just did yeah. that. But either way, hindsight, it, it is what it is. And, um, what the hell? Oh, all of my injuries I sustained were all from football. Football. Everything. Like, I think I've, I've only had a couple from fighting, but I was always injured in football. I messed up both my ankles, yeah. countless pulls of my groin, yep. and messed up my elbow. And, yep. you, know, you know, you fuck up your fingers left and right, dude. It's, it's, it's hard on the body, man. Bro, um, it, you know, everyone's like, hey, if you can go back and you could tell, you know, your earlier self something. It, it, in the context of athleticism yeah. and even just well-being and stuff, I'm like, man, look. Everybody wants to bench press. Everybody wants to do dips, pull-ups, things like that. Stretch. Dude. Do yoga. Mobility Mobility. is so important, Uh, right? Like, people often confuse mobility and stretching. They think stretching is mobility. Mm, They're not the same thing, man. Mobility with intention is really strength work, but, like, in our end ranges. You will sweat. Like, like, what's happening? But your body's like, hey, I need this. This is good. And the next day, you'll feel it, man. You're like, oh, shit. Like, I I didn't even realize what was going on there. And it's just – so I sprained both my ankles uh, my senior year uh, playing football. And I'm – it, it just rang to me probably like three months ago. I'm still dealing with ankle issues today because of that. 
like uh, they're they're pretty uh, tight, so I don't have the proper like range of yep. motion, so it messes like with my squat. Everything. Yeah, it's all Dude. the way all the way up the chain. Yeah. It starts with the feet. Yep, it's like having a wheel out of line in your car, man. Yep. Like yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> man, why are my ankles so tight? And then I don't know. I heard something. They talked about sprained ankles and how common it is, and like light bulb went off. I'm like, yeah, I did sprain both my ankles. I just I forgot about it for so long yeah. because after I sprained it, I'm like, keep these things tight, keep these things tight, but now they're too tight. They're too tight. Yeah, mobility is just so underrated, man. Oh. That and walking. Well, it, you know, it's it's not the sexy thing to do or talk about, right? Yeah. Like, like bro, how much you bench? Yeah. Yo, how, can you do a split? Yeah. <laughs> can you yeah. squat, you know, to full depth? Dude, you know, chase the sneaks. You're deep in that world. Uh, Yes and no. Yeah. 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 Well, the fitness world, I mean. Oh, uh, fitness world for sure, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, again, it, 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 it'll always have a part of my heart, you know, because yeah. it, it, it means something. It, 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 it molded me and shaped me to the guy I am today. And, yeah. You know, at least had a part in that. Um, yeah. You know, so. You can learn a lot. So even in the current culture I'm at now, so if you get hired into management, and this is awesome, something we will, within your first week, you're going to do a hard workout. I'm talking like a hard workout. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Roney. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know her or not. Yeah, we follow each other. Lauren's great. Lauren's first day. First day. Like like no orientation or nothing. Oh, hey, by the way, we're doing Murph. Murph. Yeah. Murph is a one-mile run. Yeah. <laughs> 100, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups. 300 air squats, another mile run. What, did you make her do it with the vest? She, uh, she did not do it with the vest. But okay. yeah, yeah. Do you make the dudes do it with the vest, or is the vest optional? Uh, if you have vest available, you're wearing them. Yeah, that kind of thing. But again, that was her first day. Another guy. Um, <laughs> actually, two other guys. And, and again, I, I'm an athlete. I'll say that. You know, you are too. Like, it's all, dude, I, I'm, I'm a retired athlete now, but like, I could go do whatever. Like mentally, I just I have that, and I've yeah. always have. Yeah. Uh, they're like, okay, hey, we're gonna run a half marathon. They're like, okay, cool. When? Uh, Friday. This is like Monday or Tuesday. Oh <laughs> shit, bro, that's yeah. intense. Well, here's the cool that's thing. That's intense. What's 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 the level of intensity on the run? How much time do I have to run that half mile? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're somewhat reasonable. Yeah. Uh, like two two and a half hours. So like crazy. I like that shit. Well, see, I do too. <laughs> but here's the cool thing about it: the people who quit on a workout didn't make it in our company. Right. If you're willing, and I think this is a life principle, man. If you're willing, especially you know and I know, like, hey, did I cheat a couple reps? Did did I actually cross the line, or did I come a little bit short? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. It, 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 man, I, there's a there has to be a direct correlate, like in business, and how how you do one thing is how you do everything. Everything, dude. The little things matter yep. so so yep. much. Dude, I often think I I personally this is why I love jujitsu. This is why I love competition. This is what drew me to fighting for so long, and this is kind of one of the things that that makes me I always kind of have like in the back of my head that, that what if like because I never joined the military because I always do I think about what happens when the shit hits the fan what if I'm in the fucking movie theater and some yeah, shit yeah. goes crazy I'm like what happens who are you in those moments of chaos because those are very honest moments and it's like how well are you to slow down your mind can you slow down your mind can you assess the situation Detach. and then can you act yep. you know what I mean I think about that on a very regular basis and yep. I always want to be prepared that's why I love Tim Kennedy he's yep. always like you know hard to kill <laughs> you know what I mean like I think about that shit man like it's important to check in with yourself and to test yourself and to put yourself in those uncomfortable moments dude and, and it's a weird thing man because i like i crave it oh, like, dude. i crave it. i love it, it. like 
I, 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 in a weirdest way, I enjoy when I do a workout and I'm throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you do cross, even jujitsu, man, like don't get it twisted. Like I'm like, okay, cool. I'm really sore. I'm beat up. I can't wait to go back tomorrow. Dude, you know? I'm so sick, man. Like the average person would probably say I'm a little crazy, but like my arm has been fucked up for probably a month and I still, I can't stop training. Like yeah. I just have, I'm just like, I know I should realistically, I understand I need to rest more. So like I find ways to kind of cut it back. So, all right, I mean, maybe I'm not training six yeah. days a week. I'm only a couple days a week, couple but days. I'm helping people get ready for fights or I'm giving privates or I'm doing, I'm holding pads. It's just like, I can't not, not use my arm. Yep. So it's like. I'm just I'm just pushing, dude. Just Even if pushing. you're there, you're in the mix. Like you feel like mentally, dude. A lot of it's mentally too. Injuries. Uh, I don't know if you have ever been like injured, injured. Like oh yeah, dude. I I tore my um, I took a whole year off of fighting because I tore my rotator cuff in labor room, had to have surgery, and yeah. I've I've had several injuries. Okay, I I, 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 I can promise you this. I already know. It sucked physically. Yeah. How much more mentally did it suck? Oh, mental's the worst part yeah. because, and you know, as an athlete, anytime you get hurt, and you know where physically you were and, uh, and what you're capable of yep. in your mind you're always able to do that even yep. when you're not yep. and then when you physically can't do it you're like oh, oh yeah dude it, it hurts your soul a little bit dude i've mourned for the days where i felt good i'm just like it was, it was all so good just like immediately after an injury i'm like just an hour ago why did i that role that one role why yeah. did i just say no to that one yeah. role <laughs> come on you knucklehead you knew better yeah, yeah. man but it, it's all about the mind dude i feel like mm -hmm. I, I lead so much. I, I just I strongly believe that so much of life is just um, it's all like so much of it's mental and and the mind leads the body and they 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 play with each other because the body does influence the mind but I feel like it all does start with the mind. Oh, um, I, here's a scary thing and, and a good thing. I don't even know if we realize how how true that is. You know, you hear about him crazy crazy like David Goggins. Yeah. Like you you hear about what people can do. Mm -hmm. You're like man. But here's the cool thing. Uh, Roger Bannister is one of the biggest things. Like, hey, you'll never run under a four-minute mile. He did it. Right. wasn't even like, what, a month later, 30 more people did it. It's like, ah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and man, I, I just think with information and technology, and we're like, hey, we're really – I don't think we scratched the limits of what po human potential. But oh, like, no. You know, even in, even in my world, CrossFit, well, my former world, whatever it is, I just like fitness now, right? I do yeah. everything. Bro, I'll hip hop day. I'll do it. Dude, all, I saw yeah. you. You're in there dancing, bro. You're doing hot yoga. I That's mean, you're right. doing. You're a little bit That's of everything, right. man. Uh, but you know, even CrossFit, man, it was like, well, hey, where's this gonna be in five years? And like, I would have told you, you're nuts. But literally, there's 17 year olds deadlifting over 500 pounds, you know, and running five minute miles. You're yeah, like, bro. Dude, I just think uh, you know it does speak to the power of the mind, and I think it speaks more importantly to like the power of belief. Like, true belief. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. many people use that word, and they say they believe, but there's something to, to, to use the word and to say it. When you fully, like, live it and feel it, and you can, like, in encompass, th like, the what belief really is, like, it's already done, this time hasn't caught up yet, that is something different. I don't, I don't think people, you know, they just say it half-heartedly. <coughs> I don't think they really understand what real belief is and can do. All right. There was a saying to me and it wrecked my world like wrecked it right like when you i i want to say you're a deep dude like me like, <laughs> like like even at the time like i'm like okay cool but man like on my way home like i love driving like like just being in my head yeah i'll think about it, like yo dude like i, I really mowed over oh yeah I'm, well i'm also telling you because i'm a good friend I'm gonna wreck your world. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's about to, okay. I'm ready. So let me, yeah, yeah. Let me, for, for the people listening to this, all right, like, guys, like, let's lock the, in. dude, it, it, and this touches on the very thing you just mentioned. And here's what it is: Do you really believe what you believe is really real? Okay, let me repeat that. 
do you believe what you believe is really real? And I would say for most of us, the answer is no. And here's why I know that. You'd be living differently. Yeah. Your actions would be different. That's true. That's true, man. I mean, it kind of goes to that that principle of, you know, actions speak louder than words. You know what I mean? And it's funny because I was just, um, I saw something. And most people, what did he say? Let me, I took a screenshot of it. This, oh, is, dude, this uh, works perfect. Dog, if you go to my Instagram and like you see my saved like things, that's what it all, it's like, it's like mind things like reflecting or like cool photos, stuff like that. But yeah, like, it's dude. not like fitness. It's not like things. It's more stuff. Like that's that. where it's at. Is the, what did he say? I think he, I didn't take a picture of it, but the guy was saying like most people when they talk about changing and acting, they always feel like they have to um, like be something before they can do something what he said be do before and then the, and then they can have something but yep. really it's like it's yep. oh, is that what he said well, yeah that's what it, that's what it needs to be he said you have to actually be something like you have to say like i am that like you need to really believe and identify that and then you go and do and then you have those things that you want but most people feel like they have to like have those things before they can do something to actually be that thing they want to be, right? They Dude, have an order, right? They feel like clutch. they have to have, do, be, but you have to be, do, have. Like, <laughs> oh, man. So it was kind of to your point. It's like, do you really believe your beliefs? You know what I mean? Because um, your actions don't support that. No, no, no. Yeah, You know, you might be saying one thing, but like, hey, is, is what I'm doing, you know, is it backing this up or is it contradictory what I'm saying? Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, but and here's a good example. You know, uh, I don't know if faith's important to you or, you know, anybody, they believe in God or anything. And even, you don't even have to to just get this. But, you know, Jesus had how many disciples? What, 12? 12. What did he do to the world? What did he do or they do? What did they do? They, they turned him in. No, what do you mean? They, they spread sp his word? They spread the gospel. How many people today still talk about Jesus, still talk about, like, the resurrection, still talk about Mary? Oh, it's like the largest, or this what is like the second largest. Twelve people, twelve people really believed what they believed was really real, and they completely flipped the world. Yeah, that's true, man. It's it's a that was twelve gigantic religion to this day. Yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, whether someone believes that or not, you can't deny. Are you most likely heard of Jesus? Well, yeah, is, you know. Well, and Jesus is a major part of many religions. Oh, um, you know what I mean. So I mean that just speaks again to your to the power of belief. Belief. So what's your what's your internal dialogue like? Like, are you very? Do you speak positively to yourself? I have a hard issue with speaking positive. I'm very hard on myself. Yeah. I'm very. It's almost to a detriment to where I'll end up having too much negative self talk. So I have to kind of catch myself and reel myself in. Um, like what's your yeah yeah are you like that do you ruminate over things and are you trying to talk uh, positive to yourself or um so i i'm a big believer like your thoughts control your actions you yeah. know and and, and it, it i don't want to say belief it does tie into that but like you can kind of trick yourself yeah it, 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 good and bad man if if someone says a lie long enough eventually you're going to believe it that's true <laughs> that's true uh, but that said too man like like think about the people you even like to hang out with and, and like you want to um, circle yourself with, they probably tell you like, "Look, man, what you're doing here, this is cool. I believe in you. Don't know what's gonna look like, but like you're yeah. a getter, right? Like, yeah. You, you know, you're, you're moving in the right direction. They build you up. They're positive. Yeah. You know, I also did all these old sayings. They, they're stupid, but they're true. Like, they're true. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. You know, like yeah. if I, uh, yeah. But to your point, my internal dialogue, um, man, someone I really, really like, and eventually I will meet one day. Uh, Inky Johnson, you know, oh, yeah. he has a saying perspective drives performance, you know, yes. and, and, and how you view things is how you do things. Man. All about perspective, man. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Through that one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. But that's good though. But man, yeah, man. Uh, look, 
and something I I would encourage anybody in any walk of life, no matter where you're at, especially if you're a young kid, especially in America, man, go on a missions trip. Yeah. See what actually you don't have, what other people don't have. But here's a here's a funny thing, man. You go to Haiti, you go to Mexico, they have nothing. Yeah. They will give you everything, and not only will they give you everything, they will give it to you with a smile, more joy in their heart. They yeah. Got a stick and a and a tire. And yeah. That's their toy. That's perspective for real. When people don't have a whole lot and they're still happy, and you just realize the things that you're complaining about back yeah. at home, just being of service to other people, you know, like that. That's a huge perspective shift. You know 100%. what I mean? And like even in our own town, I don't think people realize how much poverty there is. Just oh, man. even in your own town, you yeah, can go find somewhere to exactly. Go you don't have to go to Mexico. You give. don't have to. You, you know. Uh, the thing about, I would say most Americans were more prideful, you yeah. know, and, and like there's, I mean, the numbers tell the story. There's a lot of people in debt, you know, hurting financially, things like that, but they'll never tell you, you know, and, and I mean, we're not mind readers. I mean, we're observing you yeah. know, things like that and you might know someone needs help, but my dad was a perfect example, man. We grew up really poor, sort of by choice. We could have gone on welfare, but he was too prideful. Yeah. You know, I don't hold that against him. I'm just saying, like, hey, our our living circumstances could have been a lot different. Right. Kind of had know? some options that were, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's probably, is that like a, a driving motivator for you? Because you seem to be very empathetic. That's, that's one of those things that I've struggled with for a long time is, like, empathy because there's that balance of, it's yep. like, hey, man, I don't feel sorry for too many people because, I mean, I had my son whenever I was, uh, you know, a sophomore in college, and, like, I worked full-time, and I fought, and I still went to school, and I've done all, you know, it's like, I don't want to hear your excuses. Like, it can be done. You know what I mean? But on that same note, it's like, I, I want to feel for people, which is some of the reason why I started this podcast, to yeah. connect with people. Yep. But you seem to have, like, this empathetic energy about you. See, um, man, it's twofold. Because, again, like the mind, like, you got to tell yourself, it could always be worse. Yeah. Look, even our work, bro, it's like free, what, zero degrees or something like that. Yeah. But guess what? We're in a warm house. Could always be My worse, truck dude. starts, right? Like, it, yeah. it has a remote starter. I'm like, hey, look. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it ain't that bad. I could be walking somewhere. For sure, you know dude. And we got a house to put our head and you know, like, yeah. I'm sure you got food in your fridge. So yeah. Dude, yeah. That, that, and you realize you don't really need as much to live, mm-hmm. you know, as most people think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always kind of it. I mean, I grew up. In rural, rural Missouri, like on a back dirt road, I can remember one time my mom and I, like, we slept in our car. Yeah, because so, yeah, she had me a month before her 18th birthday. So like a teenage mom, yeah. and just, you know, not a lot of education. And my family was just very low, you know, blue collar. Just sure. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So when you grow up like that, it's it kind of leaves an impression of where it's like, I don't, you, yep. know, you know what you don't want. Exactly. You know what I mean? Well, and, you know, again, like people ask me, like, why I do what I do? Well, I'm like, hey, look, I've been poor. Yeah. I don't want to go back there, man. No, <laughs> no. I'm not saying I'm wealthy or anything now. That's just like, hey, um, I also know like a lot of it, it it's in my control. It's in yeah. my circumstances. Yeah. And, and really, I would say this. If I would argue this. If you live in America, there's a lot of opportunity out there. It, it, it's, of, it's just what do you want to do? What's the life you want to right, live? You know? and, right. And I'd argue you weren't poor. You were broke, right? There, I feel like there's a big difference between oh, being poor you. and being broke. Like yeah. Poor is a mentality and like mm-hmm. broke is just a temporary mm-hmm. financial situation. Uh, man, I, I love that you said that because I've heard that before. And I was like, man, that's that's 100% true. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I was just without. I wasn't poor, man. I had health. Like, I, right. you, know, you know, I was still smiling. I was still getting by. Like, I had friends. I had all that. It was just like. Yo, I can't get those J's. I'm yeah, sorry. so hey man, I'm just not in the fo- you know the nicest clothes. You yeah, know what I mean? can you can you grow a little bit and just pass those down? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough when you're a kid though, man, because kids are like narcissists. Kids, uh, kids are assholes. And high school, high school is this weird thing because I kind of want to like talk more to high schoolers because when I grew up, I was and maybe it was just me, but. Um, 
I was I wasn't the most like everybody knew me. Like I was captain of the football team, captain of the wrestling team, but I didn't make a lot of friends. Like if you weren't on my team at that season, like I wasn't probably talking to you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people knew me, but I didn't know them. And like if you're even a younger grade, like I probably wasn't friends with people unless you're on my team. Yep. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like at least I didn't at the time. I don't feel like enough people realize that it's important to make connections and relationships and yep. value people. And there's so much more outside of high school because one nobody's brains fully developed so everybody's assholes and then two it's like this artificial ecosystem you know what i mean like you don't even know about the world dude man. it's so weird because <laughs> i feel sorry for the kids who like they don't know who they are because they don't fit one of these maybe these boxes that you see in school yep. and then when they get out of high school then they kind of f you see them flourish in the world. They find their community and they do so well. You know yep. what I mean? Because they're not in this weird fake ecosystem where we're pitted against each other because of. I mean, I like competition, but it's essentially we're trying to create factory workers and like we have this this weird class system that doesn't yeah. matter. I don't I don't care if you're number one in your high school class, bro. No, like no, it doesn't no. mean shit to me. Dude, I've always been that way. Like, you know, people will get, like, really weird about racism, stuff like that. I'm like, dude, I never judge someone off of the pigment of skin. Right. What I will judge you is how you treat other people. Yes. And, you know, especially not even me, but, like, when I watch you, like, how you talk to the waitress, how you talk to that guy. Yes. The remark you gave it. Like, not that I'm judging you, but I'm like, hey, I'm not forgetting that Take either. a mental note. Yeah, man. Like, you know, that's... That shows who you are. Red flags everywhere, man. Oh, bro. Pay attention to those details. <laughs> details matter. Yeah. The devil's in the details, man. It really is. It really is. So, okay. Um, so you graduate high school. Mm -hmm. Like, what's what's your journey there? Because you're still in Pennsylvania. What part of Pennsylvania are you yeah, in? Yeah, so a little bit south of Pittsburgh, a place called Uniontown. Okay, um, so you're more on the western half of Pennsylvania. Yeah, yep, yeah. southwestern PA. Yep, okay. Yep. Uh, so like what's, what's going on after high school, right? I mean, are you, bro, those were some pivotal years for me, man. Um, two weeks before I graduated, uh, my father passed away. Okay. Um, my, my, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you've already shared it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how to like handle that <laughs> shit when people, it's like, Dude, I, I know, know you've probably know. already gotten over the death and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. how, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man, that was, uh, so, and I guess a little bit of a backstory. My parents, here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. That tell the story, I man. Will, I will paint this part of the story. Yeah, and, and, whatever you know, you're comfortable with. I, I'll share anything. Again, I just don't know time sensitivity. We're good like, on time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever you got. I mean, usually go for an hour, hour and a half, uh, whatever. Yeah, five, six years old, give or take. Um, so my parents are together at this point. Um, and my sister and I, I have a older si two older sisters. Right. Erica's a year older than me. Okay. Um, calls downstairs. I had no idea what I was doing with that. but And that really is irrelevant. Come downstairs. Our stuff's together. I see that. Um, and you know, I heard our parents were fighting, nothing new, you, you know, no big deal, whatever. Um, my dad asked us, he said, Hey, you know, if you, if you had to live with one of us, who'd you go with? I went, uh, dad, you know, I'm rolling with you. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. You know, no brainer. Same, ask same question to Erica. Well, where you going? Well, you know, mom's always been there. Like that kind of thing. Probably wasn't said that way, but you know, right. you get the point. It's normally you think it'd be switched. Yeah. Mama's boy, dad, or your yeah. type thing. Nah, man. Like my, my dad was like. You know, like yeah. not probably my hero at the time, but like, you know, yeah, he I was mean, like the guy I looked up to. That's drove the, cool yeah, truck, that's cool the male car. role model. Mm -hmm. Yeah, father figure, bro. Or father. <laughs> well, as soon as we answered that, wasn't 30 seconds later, he's like, cool, got your bags. We're going to go camping. I'm like, cool, let's go. Yeah. Okay. Pastor stuff, boom, boom, boom. Uh, there was a local sportsman's club, Cautious and Sportsman's Club. Man, he spent a lot of time there. He was on the board, all kind of different things. Uh, yeah. Got a tank, got all set up, fishing. I'm like, this is this is awesome. Day two comes by, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm starting to get over it. I'm, I'm five, six, so, you know, my attention span is this big. Like, fishing's fun, all that stuff. I was like, you know what, Dad, I'm ready to go home. He was like, we're not going home. 
this is home like this is home like you know your mother and i went we're separating and things like that i was like oh okay i was like well so what what, what's next be like i'll figure it out how old are you at this time five six five or six okay yeah i was like well man how am i gonna shower he's like well you know those big commercial stainless steel sinks that's why that's what i was getting bass in yeah at that age for a little while so and i'm never mad about these people nothing like that I remember a little pieces. I don't remember who, but I just remember it's weird to see a grown man cry. Yeah. You know, you don't see that very much. At least my dad, you know, mm-hmm. I, and kudos, did it. we're human. We do cry. Like, I get it. Oh, but, yeah. But, you know, some people are like, you're all macho. Especially during that time. Oh, Real men's men back then. You know, this is before cell phones, things like that. I remember my dad calling people, just saying, hey, look, this is a situation. You know, is there any way you can help me? Man, Bill, I would love to, all this stuff. And, yeah. You know, and, and I'm like, oh, who was yeah, Like, I remember some of it was like, oh, well, your aunt, dot, 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 or whatever. Like, that kind of thing. Nobody would take us in, man. It was it was nuts. So, like, we're, yeah. we're staying in a tent, saying that, like, two weeks later. Um, eventually, someone does. Um, it, Grandma Burke. And the funny thing is, she's not even my grandma. That's just, like, what we knew What'd about. What'd you call her? Yeah, what I knew about. Um, I honestly couldn't even tell your name. Um, so she took us in. It was cool. Like my dad got on his feet. Yeah. You know, typical, uh, not typical story, but my dad got laid off. He was in the Navy. He was a welder and did some stuff with computers. Uh, the company moved away. Okay. Again, big steel mill. Man, Pennsylvania at that time, like steel, coal, like that That was the industry. Right, right? Like you yeah. kind of did one of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually gas. But uh, yeah, Fruhoff was the name of it. And like, uh, you know, they closed up, went to Mexico, something like that. So oh, we got laid shit. off. Dude, my mom stole his credit cards, racked him up, all kind of debt. Like, my man had nothing. Yeah. Uh, eventually, it was a, it might have been like Little Caesars or something. So he's delivering pizzas. Yeah. So I remember, like, after like kindergarten, things like that, like, I would go to work for my dad because it was just me and him. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I'd be in like Little Caesars all night, like, just yeah. goofing around, playing around. There's actually, it is kind of funny, and it's how I got good at video games a little bit, but <laughs> 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 there's a Super K, um, Kmart. Yep. I, I don't even know if they even exist anymore somewhere yeah yeah uh but it was in the same parking lot as little caesar so i would go in there and like the workers you knew go play me. the games i could play the games yeah. right? like they had, they had one controller yep, things like that but man I'm, I'm six i'm seven now and i'm alone in kmart like that that was like my situation so yeah like some of my influences growing up weren't the best because my dad was always working he was trying to provide you know yeah. and eventually we did kind of get on our feet um but you know i was also smart I was observant then too. I just didn't realize it. Yeah. The people I were looking up to weren't necessarily the best influence, but you know what? I knew so-and-so was in a gang like Zach or whoever, yeah. um, Eric. And you know what? They were selling drugs and all that, but guess what? He also had nice J's on. He had a really nice Adidas suit. He had things like that. Susie's over there being like, you know, perfect little, I'll go home, all these things. Yeah. She's struggling. Yeah. Who do I want to be like? Dude, that's the thing, man. The flashy stuff. Yeah. That's what gets you. That's what yep. sucks you in. It, it looks nice. Dude, 100%. Yeah, it makes you feel cool. Yep. Right? It makes you feel validated. Feel cool. Exactly. That validated that's feeling That's where high school, huge. that's where, oh, man, everybody wants accepted, welcome, like, hey, yeah, you're, you know, you're safe here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, we all strive for that. We, we really do. We all strive for that, man. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you see the kids who don't have that sense of like community or family at home they're gonna find it somewhere you are going to find it you know somewhere. what i mean you see a whole lot of lost people that's why people. people enjoy gangs man that's why Dude. people join churches affiliations things like cults that. cults like yeah. any of these groups that make them feel a part of something and they have an answer yep yeah man you name 100%. the group you know what i mean that's yep. why people dive into crossfit that's why people dive into jujitsu that's what you know what i mean like they're searching for something yeah you know what i mean yep 
Um, and, and I think I would say I am a people person, you yeah. know, uh, but I, I, I love getting to know people and like getting to know who you are, what you're like, man, what makes you tick that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I think part of that was how, I, again, I was also raised, like I didn't have family, like we didn't have family. Oddly <laughs> enough, my dad's family is in, um, Southern Missouri, like Charleston, Cape area. Okay. Yep. Right. Uh, but again, a Navy took him eventually to Pennsylvania. But, uh, so I was like, well, man. Yeah, my, my friends, my family are like the people closest to me, which were typically my friends. Right. Yeah. You know, you know and they show that, dude. I mean, kids are are mostly influenced by their peers, oh, and time. and that's just especially at those ages. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's most people. And um, and you're almost like an only child. Yeah. You know exactly. What I mean? Exactly. Yep. So I mean, yeah, your peers are gonna be your brothers and sisters and yeah. your family that yep. you turn, especially when you spend that much time by yourself. Oh, bro, and and kids are smart, man. Like I don't think we give them enough credit. Like oh, I, yeah. I learned very quickly. My dad goes to work at like eight fifty. The bus leaves at eight ten. Cool. I'll act like I'm going out, and get on the bus, ditch the bus. Right. That goes to work. I go inside, Come play back. video games, do whatever I want all day. <laughs> oh, dude, kids are, kids are are um, cause I mean like I've I've been divorced for some time now, and when I think about um you know the whole new living situation with the kids and like we split 50 50 custody so i have them half the time they're at their mom's half the time and all that good stuff but you think about that and it's like man you ultimately realize kids are resilient man like they will get used to different situations and they'll figure it out and most people are i don't think enough people give themselves credit for how resilient they really are no well and again kind of you know circling back to what we were talking about earlier man we're just tapping into it, man. Yeah. What, what you're really capable of, like when when a rubber meets the road. Yeah, man. Yeah, like we were talking earlier. When people can, when you know, the four-minute mile, when people can see that, oh, now it just became in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Now they really believe it because they have, you yep. know, physical proof. The question is, can you believe it without the proof, right? Like yeah. that's that's well, the big key. That's when true faith comes in. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I think that's why maybe it takes so long to get those milestones and things like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, so, I mean, you – I mean, I you you know your dad gets back on his feet and you you know you're in high school and then he passes away yeah so uh my dad uh, people always ask if i drink I, i'm not against drinking like that that's not my thing now look it makes uh, me feel like shit i don't really like to do it yeah I, I well one i don't like it i've never tried a beer i've liked this is just me and, yeah it, and even i drank in high school because again i was a knucklehead this was cool and it was moonshine and it was like the hard stuff right like yeah. vodka right like beer, yeah like nah dog <laughs> <laughs> and then i got smart i was like well okay and this sounds terrible, but it's just the truth. I was like, okay, all my buddies are getting drunk, and all the girls are like, that guy's an idiot. I'm like, I'm staying sober because yeah. I was more interested in the girls than alcohol. Right? Whatever works for you, man. Whatever works. <laughs> so, uh, but but yeah, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Now, now I'm getting sidetracked. Um, what were we talking? We we're talking. Oh, I asked you kind of like where you were. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, high school. Um, man, maybe my freshman sophomore year. Um, my dad did drink a lot. Um, and again, back to Hutchison Sportsman's Club, still going there, that kind of thing. I got really good at pool, by the way. Like at one point in my life, I was, shark. I was really good. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just there just about every evening, yeah, just like reps. Monday through Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like one of my first jobs. Uh, bingo, Friday night bingo. Like, oh, nice. Like, you call yeah. it out? Uh, no, just walk around, give out the little cards. cards. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I, I remember this man, my dad drank so much. He could handle his alcohol. Well, right? yeah. Well, one night he, I was like, man, my dad's drunk. This is kind of weird. You know, like he's stumbling. Like he, he tripped a couple of times. He never fell, but he tripped. Yeah. I was like, man, all right. You know, like an hour later or whatever, we're going home. Yeah. Next day, he drives himself to the hospital. I'm like, dang. He, you know, and then he told me, he's like, hey, just let you know, I had a stroke. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then he you drove know, himself to the hospital. And the symptoms are so similar. 
Yeah. You know? So he wasn't drunk. He had a stroke. He had a stroke, and nobody else knew. Everyone's just like, man. He uh, had too much this yeah, time. Yeah, Billy, you better go home, like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So wow. you know, we went home. Uh, dude, I remember. My dad was very, very sarcastic, like really witty. Yeah. And things like that. After that, he was never the same. Right. Um, maybe a year and a half later, two years later, he didn't quit drinking, like things that. He was also a diabetic. My grandfather yeah. and my dad were diabetic. Diabetes, alcohol don't go well. No, right? not at all. Uh, so you could just see a big health uh, decline. You know, after that first stroke, he had another stroke, kidney failure, goes on dialysis. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't realize at the time. But, like, again, man, I wish this was on no one, but this was just my life. Right. My dad did not care about his health. I mean, didn't. Mm -hmm. I was so desensitized to this. I would go home. I'd see him on the floor like he's passed out, most likely because his blood sugar levels are too high, too low. Yeah. I would take him, put him in a truck. Didn't even have a license at that time. Drive him to the hospital. Yeah. You know, and, and just like, all right, hey, look, I, I think I kind of know. They're like, yeah, cool. Like, yeah. And it got it, this kind of hurts. Like I, I was that selfish at that time in my life. I'm like, well, you want to stay? You can't. I'm like, no. I'm like, you know, just call yeah. me. Right, right. Yeah, man, but that's one of those things you can't be hard on yourself, right? I mean, back to the yeah, it, it with was where you are now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're a, when you're a kid again, you're a narcissist. Oh, you dude. just are. Your frontal for like your your frontal lobe's not fully developed. Dude, high Rick school, I'm always talking friends, about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, you care about your friends, and like, what am I doing? It's my like, it's your world. Yep, dude. Uh, so you know, I actually found my dad when he did die. Yeah, um, I was. I was. I mean, I was just in disbelief because, like, again, I, it happened so many times. I was so desensitized. It's like you passed out. Yeah, he's it's passed like, out. Uh, you know, so actually, like, my neighbor's on. I was like, hey, bro. I was like, uh, can man, my dad's passed out, you know, and it, this happens all the time. Can you help me get him in a truck? So he goes in, like I'm out in a truck, I'm like getting it ready, you know, like um uh, he comes out and he's like, He's not here. I'm like, What are you talking about? He goes he goes, Son, he, he he's not here. I'm like, nah, I'm like I do this and he like grabbed me, like look me. He's like, He's not here. I'm calling nine one one. I was like, Woo and then oh, it kinda whoa. hit. Yeah. Dude, totally emotion change. I'm like, What what do I do? You know, I don't have any family. Yeah. I, I do have friends. You're 17 at this time? 16? Uh, no, I'm 18. This is two weeks before I graduate high school. Okay. Give yeah. or take, so right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so my dad never did see me graduate high school. Yeah. You, you know, which I did. It was, so, I mean, it's a good thing. But a whole whirlwind comes across me. I've been very fortunate and blessed. His sister, Janet, um, he has three siblings, Johnny, Janet, and Georgia. Okay. Janet, she's brilliant, man. Uh, I, I think she taught grammar in high school and she was a librarian so she was always on me because uh, you know even now i still i speak like a ding dong and knucklehead sometimes <laughs> you know she corrects you yeah yeah so like hey you know uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just worried about where i'm eating you're worried about my proper sentences <laughs> you know uh but yeah i, I called her and, like i'm crying she's like i'm gonna get the first flight i can i'll either be out tonight or tomorrow where was she at here in Missouri. She's in Missouri. So yeah, she's okay. in Missouri. Yeah. She's in Missouri. Got it. Uh, you, you know, and like I'm just in panic mode. So like they're loading yeah, up in an ambulance. I I I was borrowing a, a friend's car, nice car too, by the way. It was a Mustang V8. Like it, it was sick. It was nice. a steak. It's good friends. Yeah. So I'm whipping around. And I'm like, man, what do I do now? Where do I go? It's a whole shift in to? the world. Uh, I, I I went to one one friend's house her dad was a doctor thing i don't even know why right i'm like no listen my dad died she's like what are you talking i'm like yeah, i'm balling i'm just like i just need somewhere so i went there talked to her her boyfriend was there and you know like i was i was like okay hey cool i kind of got myself i got my composure um a guy i played football with um they were related to my mom like distant cousins things like that 
um, the Papkeys, great family. I still love them today. I would do anything for them. I, well, I would do anything, but like they, you know, like they were always good to me. Like yeah. more above and beyond good. Uh, I go over there. Um, they're like, okay, cool. Look, we got you. Let's call the detectives because they're looking for you actually right now just to see what happened. You mm -hmm. know, like anytime there's a death murder, they just, you know. Yeah, you got to go through standard you, protocol. Yeah, you got to go through standard protocol. And, and they were really good and stuff like that. But I'm like, what do I do? And Janet comes next, um, the next day. And I was like, what's next? Like, where, where do I go? And yeah. Then my dad had guns. My dad had all this stuff. I'm like, I obviously can't live here. Right. I don't have a job. I don't have money. I don't have stuff like that. Um, after his first stroke, he did get on, uh, I think it's called SSI, Social Security Income or something yep. like that. And there is some kind of system where it's set up. So um, until I turned 19, like I got his check or something like that. So like so I was something. It least. was something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was. Um, but yeah, a family I wrestled with, they actually took me in, said, hey, you can come live with us. Like, cool. His dad owned a construction company. Nice. So yeah, like my first real job, bro. Like hard work, like yeah. some of the hardest Construction? work. Construction, yeah, that's hard. Roofing, bro. roofing. roofing? Oh. oh, during the summer, oh. bro, I so had the best. Up. Dog, I was, I was like, yo, you would think I'm like Cuban. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're probably tan as fuck. Really, tan. that's how you get jacked for yeah. sure, bro. Oh man, that that is work with a capital W. Man. Yeah, that bell of hay or too hard. Uh, maybe concrete. Maybe those three things are the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Yeah, whenever we, because we redid our, like, just the whole, we've been remodeling this whole house. And we, it looks good, man. I love the kitchen, for it's, real. It's coming along, man. We're, we're slowly getting there. You got a good there. space, the flooring and everything. Yeah, I've laid down all these floors, but I learned a lot. But oh. it, we completely finished the downstairs. We put in a, um, a bathroom downstairs. So, like, yep. we bust up the concrete. And, um, like, I have, through the gym, through jujitsu, we have, like, so many, like, trades people so i have people helping and stuff so me and my buddy are down there like i'm like churning and like mixing up concrete i'm like fuck this yeah. is hard work bro yeah. like i see why they have big mixers for this it's not easy work <laughs> not even a little bit man yeah not even a yeah. little bit that blue collar work is where it's at yeah um you'll learn a lot of lessons but yeah i bail you something yeah bailing hay i've done that in the summers and yeah it's, it's tough dude well even that it's not like you can take your shirt off especially square bells because like you gotta touch it and like it pricks you yeah it's gonna fuck you all up yeah dude yeah yeah, yeah. Mad respect. Farming's probably the hardest work in 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 life. <laughs> yeah, those guys know how to work, man. <coughs> it doesn't stop. It's twenty four seven. You yeah, know, if you're not planting, you're harvesting. You're, yeah, you're doing something. But at least there's a real mission there. It's like you're doing this to get this, and like you can see like the linear process there. Yep. Whenever I worked in like the corporate nine to five, you're just like a, a cog in a, a wheel. And you read Lynchman. Yeah, mm -hmm. great. I got yeah, I got that mm -hmm. book, um, and I felt that anyway because you're just another number in the system. And yep. it was a big, oh, yeah. it was a big shift for me because um, I was actually you know at a company here. It was, it was Express Scripts. They're like a Fortune like twenty company. Like they're fucking huge, and I was killing yeah. it. And um, for a lot of my listeners who know now, like I'm, I'm a pretty big cannabis um, like active guy. And yep. dude, I got hit with a random drug test, which is cool, man. Like I understand the policies, and it just so I was running the risk. And it, these are the games. That we play right so they hit me with the random failed lost that job and this was probably going on it'll be three years in may and it sent me it was a huge paradigm shift where i realized like man i i, I was told this whole you know you got to go to college and you got to get a degree and you got to get this job and like there's this path and i was doing the path and i was yep. extremely unhappy and then i 
was killing it. And like, I got my annual raise and then I was like, Hey man, I even need more money. And then they gave me that money. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking baller. Like, this is great. And then I get hit with the random and I'm like, all right, well I'm now I just realized I'm just a number in the system. Yep. And they even fired me and like my girlfriend works there now, dude, it was hell for them for months after I left. Cause nobody did what I did. Yep. Like they put themselves in the worst position just because of like this policy. Yep. Whether so you were a linchpin. I was. It really fucked them up yep. when they fired me, dude. Yep. I actually had um, a SVP, Senior Vice President of Technology. I, I, I met, emailed him. He's like, uh, let me see what we can do. They they reviewed their cannabis policy because I got fired. Yeah. So like, I, I really was a linchpin. Yep. I, I mean, I never got my job back, which is fine. Actually, things are way better, better now. now. It was one of those things to where I don't think I ever would have made the move. It had to happen for me. Yep. And it did. And things have been great ever since. But I realized to the original point, like I realized like you're just a number in the system, dude. Like yeah. it's, you're just a cog. Yep. Like you might as well make it on your own. Yeah. And, and man, I don't know. Like to me, I'm all about experiences. Man, the older I get to, the more I realize life, dude, tomorrow's not promised. It's not guaranteed. It's man. not, dude. And, and like it, in a way, again, it's kind of scary. Back to the belief thing. It's like, bro. If, if I were to check out tomorrow, am I happy the way I live my life today and what I've done? Dude. And I'm sure most of us would say no. Like, yeah. There's so much more I want to do, things like that. And yeah. And it's just like, ah. Yeah. But I'm sure that's one of those things a lot uh, more people have probably been thinking about more recently like with the Kobe diamond. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. it's something that's at the – it kind of – dude, I'm not a basketball fan. I'm not really even a sports fan. Yeah. Um, But I love winners. And I respect fucking greatness. Yes. Dude, I love Tom Brady. I love yeah, Lance Armstrong. Yeah. I love all these. Like, if you're winning, I fucking love you, dude. Bro. And, um, dude, it kind of fucked me up when Kobe died, dude. Like, I, I sat there and I thought about that. And, like, I felt this loss of, like, this great energy in the world. It was really weird. You know what I mean? Because he had a huge impact. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could feel it. Whether or not you're a basketball fan, like, you could feel that loss. Yeah. You know, and uh, – yeah. I mean, you can't contrain. You can't change what happened, right? And and, and now, perspective. I, I, there's good in this because I think it opened up a lot of people's eyes. Like, man, how many people? How many messages you say, "Hey, hug your your loved ones a little tighter." Yeah. Make that phone call. Make that text. Yeah. You know, it's it's really not that bad. Right. You know, this this relationship's more meaningful than the little argument you had. Right. You know. One hundred percent, dude. Um. So, how long were you doing construction and before? I'm, I don't want to like rush along your timeline, but like, at what what brought you to Missouri? You know what I mean? Because like, we could we could probably spend a whole hour on like since you've been to Missouri. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, yeah. What like what brought you here, dude? I mean, because that's a very trying time, right? Like you're working construction. How long did you do that for? Oh man, uh, pr- probably two summers. Two summers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, what's that? Like, some, what's that transition like for you at that time in your life? You know what I mean? Oh man, yeah. It, it, it really it's a blur and like uh, man try to piece the puzzles with you again uh i will say this so um i ended up living with another family and uh i i, I didn't grow up in church or anything like that yeah you know, um, i went to church but only because like oh i thought you like you had to and it was i was a lutheran like that's where my dad went so that's where you go right yeah it's just like, hey my dad's democrat i'm a democrat I'm a do Republican. what you know yeah you do what you know um but the family i was living with they said hey we have one rule I was like, cool, what is it? They're like, hey, you just got to go to church. I'm like, bro, I'm down. You see me, give me a place to stay. I'm like, I'll go wherever you want to go. Where, where are we going? Cool. <laughs> Where's <laughs> the loop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, man, that was that was a pivotal pivotal moment in my life, man. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize it at first, but, like, you know, uh, it was a Baptist church. That was the first time I'm, um, I've ever heard, actually, the Bible, things like that. You know, like, I, the church I went there, like, hey, you get up, you need, you pray, like, things like that. Yeah. Um, and... 
it was actually dude i was banging real hood music like like <laughs> like real hood music like three like, six mafia like that kind yeah. of stuff right um and, and uh, her name's christine she asked me she's like hey you know um the the wall outside just needs painted you know like chris is busy but enjoy i'm like cool yeah i got you you know some out there i got i'm telling you like hood like yeah, yeah like it's yeah. not approved <laughs> yeah no, no not approved at all uh but they were really gracious with me and, and everything um but yeah so uh the youth pastor comes over i was like all right you know um and, and he came down he's like what's up jared and you know he's just saying and like my hood like i was like ah whatever yeah uh but here's here's what got me he didn't go anywhere at first he didn't say anything he didn't do anything because in the back of my head, I'm like, bro, there's another brush. Like, you pick it up. You want to be here. You might as well help me work or something like that. Yeah. It's like, ah, I probably should change the music because it was like, I, I don't remember what it was. It was probably Ice Cube or something like that. But yeah. I was like, ah, I'm going to change that. And then uh, he just asked me a question. And really, this is a question, again, perspective change. Uh, it was weird because there was no, like, lead up, no building report, things like that. He's like, man, he's like, you believe in spiritual things? I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm like, man, I love, I love scary movies. I get ghosts, demons, things like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love spirits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the Ouija board? I was like, bro, I've been, I've been kicking it with like Jason and Freddy for like, you know. Yeah. And, and he laughed. He's like, no, 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 man. He's like, you know, like, you know, the whole heaven, hell, God. I was like, ah. I was like, well, yeah. I was like, you know, I think I do, and like all this stuff. He's like, what do you think? He's like. Would you ever think about like the whole heaven hell thing? He's like, you know, you're gonna die one day, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, he's like, really? Everybody dies. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm like, I agree. He's like, well, what do you think about that? He's like, where are you gonna go? I was like, well, I hope heaven. He goes, well, why do you hope? I was like, well, I, I think I'm a good person. And he's like, are you? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, what does the Bible say? And he opened the Bible. Yeah. Showed me a couple of scriptures. You know, and he just explained why Jesus died on the cross. Yeah. And he just said, hey, you know, he died on the cross for you and your sins. He's like, you get that. And went through a couple of Bible verses, Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23. You know, and he's like, this is what it is, man. Confess, believe, receive. You know, and he's like, is this something you'd want to do? I'm like, man, I'm down. Yeah. You know. How old were you at this time? Um, 18, 19. 18 or so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this yep. left a very, this is like a very pivotal, like interaction. Pivotal man. Yeah. Pivotal, you know, uh, and, and he said a prayer with me. He's like, if you want to, you can repeat it after me. If not, he's like, you can say it like, this is, this is something between you and God, man. Like, yeah. Like, you know, you can say one thing, but it's a heart and a head thing. That's what's like, important. Only, you know, only, you know, right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, cool. I'm down. Yeah. You know, said a prayer with him, you know? And I was like, no feeling, nothing like that. Like, you know, some people are like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah none, none of the overtop theatrics. Uh, just, yeah, yeah. Just very I, I was like, no, hey, man, like, I, I've always been this way. If I tell you I'm going to do something, like, you know, I might not do it that moment, but, like, my, yeah. my word means something to me. Dude. If you tell me something, like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. Like, that's how I am. Yeah, and, and he talked to me um, more and more. And, and the church, man, I love that. Like, those people still call us, still do anything for us, like that kind of thing, man. Yeah. Like, it was a, I don't know. Well, it's great to have that community, dude, and, Bingo, you know, that man. connection. And Yeah. I mean, for with, – with any group, whether it's religion or politics or whatever it is, like, you're always going to have – these outliers, like 10% people yeah. that are making everybody else look bad, man. But, I mean, I feel like whatever it is for you, man, like if it makes you a better person, yep. and you know what I mean, and like you're doing good, and like you're, like you're living in a way that is, you know, adding value to the world, you know yep. what I mean? Like what? What's it hurting? Well, and, and that was the first time I actually met people that just wanted to help. Like, yeah. Well, and this is any religion, anything in life. 
Many people preach a sermon. Not many people live a sermon. Right. That's the difference, man. Yep. So many people are just trying to check the box. You know, they'll go, oh, I, check, I went on Sunday. Bingo. Feeling good. But it's like, do you really believe it, man? Yeah. And if you, if you, are you believe what, do you believe what you say? And then are you living in accordingly? Bingo, man. You know what I mean? You see someone struggling on the street or something like that, or like, it's not, hey, you're homeless. That's not my job to judge you. Right. You, you know, like, hey, we're supposed to take care of the widows, the poor, the kids, you know, again, in my situation that I didn't even know, like, hey, I, I'm struggling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, again, flashing back to my, my, my childhood, man, Thanksgivings with my dad and I, one of my actually favorite Thanksgivings, um, he didn't cook. He didn't think, like, like no turkey, nothing like that. We were driving around. It was kind of like a QT out here. It's yeah. called Sheets. <laughs> Dude, I had a turkey sandwich, some Doritos, and we were just driving around, like, looking at things. One of the best times of my life with him. Just the, the simple experience. But this is Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm having a turkey sandwich. <laughs> Dude. Whatever works, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be anything spectacular. No, right? no, not at all. But again, it's just that quality time. You know? Yeah. So I think that's something for parents to, to realize. Oh. Especially in today's, um, you know, society of consumerism. And yeah. Bigger is better and just yep. more and more and more. And it's yep. like, man, I personally, I don't buy my kids uh, birthday gifts. I take them. Like, I always tell them, like, what do you want to do for your birthday? It's I all, love that. It's all about the experience. I, I don't. That. I don't want them to attach this thing to a gift. Yeah. Because it's not going to last. You're probably going to get bored uh-huh. with it. You're going to break it. And like, especially a kid. To your point, man. This is Thanksgiving. You you just got a sandwich from a gas station. And you're <laughs> just driving around, and that's yeah. one of your favorite memories because exactly. it's just the time. Experiences ever things, man. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like, that's where it is. I mean, like when you can have. Like when you can attach an emotion to an experience, you're gonna forever remember that. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, again, one of those old stupid sayings: you, people will forget what you say, forget what you do, but they'll never forget how you make them feel. One hundred percent. That is that is clutch. I always think that, man. I always think about some of the interactions when I have with people, especially like super successful people or just high performers, yeah. and the way they make you feel afterwards. Yep. Dude, I always want to make people feel that way too. Like I want them to feel like whenever we're done interacting, I want you to feel like you can do whatever it is you want to do. Yep. And I want you to be excited about yep. life. Like I yep. really do. Those people are the best people. Uh, and not, no, I have no science, no nothing to back this up. I, I, this is, I have, I'm just telling you it happens. Yeah. In my head, like I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet this person. Like Inky Johnson, I'm telling you that. Like it's on record. Oh, now. it happens. It's going to happen. 100%, yeah. bro. Uh, I've got to meet some of the coolest people in the world. It, it, and like some people are like, wow, that guy, like, did it ever. You still put your pants on the same way. We're all just people. We're all just That's people. what will mess you up. When you start yeah. putting people on a pedestal and you and you start meeting them, yep. and uh, you know, you've met people. It's like, bro, just, I, I've just been around Ed Milet, Jocko, like, you, you name it, Nelly, like all the. Yeah. All. You, some of the best people, but they're still people. You're you just know? like you. Yeah, and I've been – yeah, people who wouldn't even know. Don't even have an Instagram, but one of the most amazing guys in the entire world. Yeah, dude, dude, there's so many successful people who don't have Instagram. Yeah. People forget that. Oh. Business is done in Pro, the real this world. Is <laughs> this is so fake and artificial, man. People don't people don't realize that. You can man. do this, but it'll never replace this right here. I look in the eye. Never, you know, never. Never. That's why I only do these in person, dude, because yeah. oh. the connection is – I just I have to have it. it. Bro. I have to have Body it. Body language, everything, it's just so much more. Oh, you, yeah. You can tell someone – like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and if it's like over a screen or something, like yeah. there's no real. As soon as we're done, I hit stop, and then yep. interaction's yep. done, dude. Yep. You know what I mean? There's, it's not real. Yep. You know what I mean? And so when you do get around these people, and you start realizing, like, they're just like you. Yeah. They're they're a person just like you. For me, that's like the most motivating thing yep. because it tells me I can do it too. Yep. I feel like so many people they say that, but again, do you believe your beliefs? Yeah. Do you really like, believe it, man? Yeah. Andy preaches this message all the time. He's like, "Look, I'm just like you." I've just been consistent over a long period of time. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know? I think people, and actually, I just did an Instagram about this. I'm going to put a, a solo cast about this, but um, I think people confuse being regular versus being average. Like mm. you can be, mm. you can be regular, very successful. You, tons of successful people are regular. They like to eat the same things you do. They yeah, have family. Yeah. They get sad. They get happy. They're regular people. Andy's a regular dude. Regular He's not dude. fucking average though. Don't confuse the two. Yeah, you cannot be average and and do these things because the average person wants to watch TV for eight hours a day. Yeah. The average person wants to get sucked up in the left versus the right. The yeah. average person wants to, you know what I mean? Like they don't want to put in the work. They want to complain. Sure, that's what average people do, but. That's, that's not the same thing as being regular. Yeah. I think people confuse those two. That's a very good point, man. I, I look forward to that post. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's dude. Good. Yeah, Seriously. man. I, uh, I was thinking that on a walk because I'm doing 75 hard for the second time. Good. So in the mornings, I go for walks. And yep. I don't – Goggins probably a couple years ago motivated me to not do any cardio with music. So I don't I don't get do music. In, yeah. yeah. I'm just big on getting in my own Do you head. got a morning routine? I do, man. Um, for me, my I feel like my day's success is, is – um, dependent on the morning uh, I'm, a, I'm a morning guy um, I do listen to my body like for example today I didn't follow my, my normal routine because I was feeling a little run down yesterday I'm like yep. I probably need a little extra sleep so I, yeah. I, I woke up at eight today yep. um, but normally dude I'm usually up at like five or five thirty I roll out roll, roll out of bed use the restroom get some water in I try to get um, 32 ounces of water in the morning with some salt and uh, some uh, some salt lemon and a little bit of apple cider vinegar um, and then I try to go on my walk um, this is why I like 75 hard because it actually, I, I like this routine anyway, but it, it just, um, concreted a solid morning routine for me. Yep. So go on my 45 minute walk, get in, take my picture, read my pages, um, continue my water. I usually have half a gallon of water by like 9am yeah, already. Good. And then like, and then I start, you know, start working, starting to the day. Um, I'm going to start incorporating more uh, visualization for sure. Um, I do cold plunges here and there intermittently. I actually got a, um, a deep freeze and I have it in my garage out here. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. So I just plug it in every few days and even like when it's so cold, I oh, plug yeah. it in, dude. Don't need that today. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just hop in there and then you get that. It's a much deeper cold and it's full body as opposed to like in the cold showers yep. which i like the cold showers but it, you get a much deeper cold in, yep. that, in that plunge um but yeah that's it man so it's just usually about getting the water getting the air and the sunlight getting the walk in yep. um, getting my pages in and i feel super successful after that man and i'm just yep. ready to continue like jump right into work and get going dude it's the catalyst the rest of your day man that's yeah you yeah do. you're uh, a morning routine guy right big you gotta be yeah you, you have to be man um and here's a big like this is a concrete thing yeah you wake up uh, and I tell everybody, don't look at your phone. Don't, dude. It's a Do trap. I've phone. done that. Yeah, like that, man. Because it only takes one or two bad text messages or even just getting on Instagram and you're scrolling and then, you know, you're feeding off of that, man. Like, oh, yeah. this guy's doing this. Or like, I don't really, you know. Yeah. Before good. you know, 45 minutes just passed. You just yeah. wasted an hour of your yeah. morning. Yeah. yeah. Now, I noticed something with you. You drink coffee pretty early in the morning. Do you drink coffee before you drink water, bro? Um. So, uh, actually, no. I, I usually w wake up and I, I Yeah, I what's your that. morning routine like? I don't want to assume. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never assume anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know the same of that. That's how you fuck up big <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, th so the, uh, back to high school, this kind of like I've always been a morning person. This was ingrained in me. Yeah. Um, if you were on a varsity wrestling team, it, it, like he made you uh, go to 430 workouts. So you had to lift. Yeah. Right. So, uh, bro, in high school, if you're getting 430, like that's something, right? Like yeah. you're already like, but it was good. Um, sports have really been good to me. Um, because again, like it put me in a better crowd and like got me out of like riffraff, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but man, I've been that way for a long, 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 long time. Ditto. And, and I, and then I just, again, I've always been an observer. 
the most successful people I've known, even financially, things like that, there is most of them have a commonality and they're getting up early. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are. I've always been a morning person. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just love it. It's like the morning time, oh, my man, favorite time. Yeah, it's like oh, full bro. of possibility. Yeah. And I'm like that hyper chihuahua running around. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you're actually. I wish you, you're not getting a full cup right now. Like, you know. Ditto. <laughs> I was, I was telling. I'm like, dude, like six. Like, this is not my peak time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Late, but I'm like, oh well, you know, you worked during the day, so like, yep. ideally, if we sat down at like seven or eight in the morning, oh, man, bro, this like, would be yeah. a whole different, <laughs> different energy level. Yeah, this is good, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, man. No, uh, I, I wake up. Uh, like I said, I make sure I, I don't. I, I hit my phone. I just make sure that the the timer's off. So I do use it for that. Yeah. Um, I'm a big reader, especially in the morning. Um, yeah. But uh, so my morning morning fluid routine. Yeah, dude. I I pee like a racehorse. Like ah, you know, all like, day. Do, do, do. Yeah. What's the whole routine like? So you wake up. Yeah, yeah. So I wake up. Just put my phone to the side. Yep. Um, I typically, you know, walk over to the stove or whatever, turn the water on, grind my beans, whatever. Yeah, um, you grind your beans, and how do you do it? Do you do a French press or uh, Yeah, I, I typically like French press. Yeah, me yeah. too. Um, but then uh, I'm reading as that's warming up, that kind of thing. I'll pour it. Yeah. You know, I'll read some more. I still don't look at my phone or anything What like are you that. reading? Uh, it varies. Um, it's, it's Oddly enough, I just got a book from, from uh, Sal. How to, um, I think it's like. Make your bed every morning or something like that. It, it, it's the Navy SEAL. Yeah. Um, oh, what is it called? I, I just got it. So Okay. I didn't know there's a book. I knew there's a video about yeah, that, right? Oh, there's a really good video. Yeah. He's yeah. giving a um, – I've seen the video. Yeah, Texas or whatever, the speech to them. Yep. Like, yep, yep. I make yep. my bed every morning. Yeah, make your bed every morning. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start that. Uh, I actually just finished up Extreme Ownership again. Great um, book. Man, yeah, the, yeah. It really is. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I just finished that. Um, so I'll read my book um, by then. The coffee is usually done. Yeah. You know, so I'll go get a coffee. But once I pour my coffee, before I drink my coffee, um, I have Formula One every morning. Just two scoops of Formula One. Nothing else like that. Yeah. Uh, and maybe if I'm going to work out in the morning, which I, I do prefer. But, you know, I just moved all that stuff. Yeah. So you do your two scoops regardless of working out? Yeah. Formula One, two scoops. So, uh, y you know, obviously I'm in the fitness space now. Yeah. Um, and this is for anyone. Don't care what your goals are. Like fat loss, performance, muscle gain, whatever. Uh, you know, the, you break it down, foods, macronutrients, right? There's carbs, there's fats, there's proteins, right. and there's actually the alcohol. Yeah, that's like the fourth macro. <laughs> 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 uh, but, you know, um, inside of that, protein's actually the most important. Uh, and here's what's cool for us. The more lean muscle mass you have, that's for anybody. The more calories you're going to burn, doing nothing, sitting here on the couch. Yep. Yep. You know, um, well, in order to build more lean muscle mass, you have to have protein. That's you important. Know? That's important. So if you think about this, just the same reason why you drink water. You know, let's just say theoretically, perfect world, you sleep eight hours. Well, you haven't had water, you haven't had food, you haven't had anything. My my, my body's like, hey, um, if you're not going to provide me with things, it's just, just our body's always survival. So it's breaking down things. It's also bringing down muscle, things like that, just for energy. If you provide it with protein, okay, cool. It's not going to do that, you know. So I'm preserving lean muscle tissue. Really get, I haven't had a protein source. I haven't had a food source in six, eight hours. Yeah. So that's the first thing I hit it with. Formula One's a fast act. It's a way isolate protein. Right. Hydrolyzed uh, way isolate. Bingo. So fast acting. Fast acting. Quick absorption. Yep. Bioavailability is off the charts. Off the charts, man. Low yeah. temperature process. We can get all that nerdy stuff. But like it, for anybody, that's what I would tell you. You're like, yeah, sure. Um, now, you could slow down the digestion. Like, So if I'm going to work out, I typically have orange juice. I don't like to put a lot on the stomach. Like I said, I'll get after it with a CrossFit or something usually high intensity. Yeah. Uh, not mixed together, of course. Just like, okay, hey, here's some carbs. Get me through. And like that, you know, yeah. here's my protein. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I hit my coffee. Um, 
I do like coffee. I'm just a black dude. Like, yeah. nothing special. Yeah. You know, just like, oh, ditto. Enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Yep. I like to do the water with the salt because I, a lot of people don't realize <laughs> I do the water with the salt to help with absorption because one, salt's a, salt's such amazing, an unnecessary bro. electrolyte. People, yep. people are scared of it and they yep. don't need to be. Yep. And then also, I don't think people realize you, you lose about a pound of water through respiration and perspiration. So breathing and sweating throughout the night, you're going to lose water. So um, you need to hydrate. Well, if you think about it, uh, like even just think logically. How many days can you go without food? Like 21? Yeah, you can go quite some time, without depending water. on how much fat you have. A few days. A few days. Two, three. Yeah, yeah uh, minutes without breath, though. Yeah, yep. Breath so, is so, like, important. hey, what's most important, you know? Hydrate. <laughs> yeah, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yeah, so then you get your whey isolate in? Yep, uh, it, it, and again, it just depends if I'm working out or not. If not, like, uh, I'm not a big breakfast person as soon as I wake up, so I'll have that and maybe, like, some toast or yeah. uh, maybe lately it's been a Pop-Tart, right? So just one Pop-Tart, but uh, – and then I drive in, listen to podcasts, listen to something on the radio, or maybe make a phone call. Yeah. And I'll get breakfast then. How I'll, long is your commute? Not bad, 30 minutes. That's not bad. But see, I like that because, it, it, again, just, you know. It's about like, average. It's yep. a good time for you to kind of. Unwind, decompress, or just like, okay, cool, what do I got to do next? What do I still have to do? Mentally kind of get yourself. What's breakfast usually look like? Uh, you kind of mentioned the pop, like maybe the one pop tart or something quick, but then you said you actually have like natural yeah, yeah, breakfast. Yeah. So uh, my, my, in my head, this is what I do. I do use our, you know, an app to track, right? Yeah. Uh, and we have the transformation challenge going on right now. So that's Yeah, the My Transformation thing. app is what you're talking about, yep, right? Yep. Yep. Well, here's the thing. Um, which is a, a fantastic app for people who oh, need help. Dude, you know it's what I mean? free. There's workouts. There, there's everything. There's a macro count and all that stuff. You can really customize it. I mean, what kind yep. of diet are you trying to follow? Yep. There's a few different yep. options. You're yep. getting lots of tips and, you know, well, for training and all that good stuff. Most people, they under eat and they don't realize it because you're not tracking it. Well, when you track it, if you measure it, you can manage it. Yeah. Right. If, if it gets measured, it gets managed. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, when you're tracking something, you can see like, well, hey, actually, man, that dressing has that much, you know, or like, whoa, yeah. I didn't realize that that, that smoothie was, you know, 70. What? Yeah, dude. You know? Dude, people overestimate how much they do and they underestimate how much, how much they, they eat. eat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. We see it all the time. <laughs> all man. the time. All the time. Um, and, and yeah. So uh, I have a staple. No matter what I eat, when I eat, um, I try to have at least like 25 grams of protein. So. Now that could absolutely vary. So is your math you're doing? Are you doing one gram of protein per one gram of body weight, or are you doing like one point five? You're a little bit more active. You know what I mean? Like, I, I am. Because I th I don't know if everybody realizes this, but there's there's a different you know need for protein versus just you know your average gin pop. Yep. You know, and, yep. and somebody who is as active as yep. you. You know what I mean? Um. So I it, I like to, it, I'm very fortunate, and even where I work, you know, we're blessed. We have registered dietitians, like we right. have all that stuff. Lots and, of good resources. You know, yeah. Um. And that's actually how I learned about first form. The registered dietitian that works there. When I was competing in CrossFit, he put me on a macro plan, mm. um, you know, and then recommended first form. To, it, it, like, it changed my life again. Yep. Another pivotal moment. You got brought into the community. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Sucked you. Uh, but, yeah, hey, here's an easy recommendation for absolutely anybody. Um, again, fat loss, muscle gain, whatever. Whatever your goal weight is, assuming you have less than 60 pounds to gain or lose. So I weigh 185. Let's say I want to weigh 200 pounds. Eat 200 grams of protein. Just whatever you're trying to get to as whatever far your as goal weight is, is. eat that yep. in protein. Eat that in protein. Yeah. Cool. That's a simple way to think about it. Man, here's what I've learned with diets. You don't have to make it that hard. If you don't, if you make don't it too hard, yeah, people aren't, aren't going to stick to it. Adherence is so important. Yeah. What like, are you actually going to stick to? Yeah. Like, hey, in a perfect, well, I don't know, bodybuilding, chicken, broccoli, all that. Like, bro, you do that to me. Like I told you, I don't like rules. If you make me eat something, I'm yeah. like, nah, dog. One day, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second day, like, yeah. Yeah. I always try, whenever I'm coaching people, it's like, what can you add in? 
Yeah. Which is why I love the greens from first. Oh. Dude, I feel like greens if, are clutch. honestly, if I was going to add one supplement to somebody's, because I feel like food first, if you're really trying to get these nutrients, because micros are so important. But if I was going to be like, dude, you need to get something. Yep. I, I understand the, the importance of protein, but yep. I feel like so many people, they don't get these micros in and you're just avoiding yep. that. You're just like yep. neglecting that whole profile. And just from your gut health perspective and just oh. everything, dude, like... So much research on your gut now. Dude, the gut is... I mean, I can go far fucking ever about the gut, but you know what I'm saying? If we can do something for your gut, greens, man, it's just yep. so important. Uh, so That one thing added in. Let's say we didn't change anything else, but we added greens in. Yep. Dude. There is one time, one time, and this is assuming someone's working out, a supplement trumps a whole food, and that is after a workout. Uh, look, our bodies, they don't realize in, in CrossFit and Jiu-Jitsu and whatever... Right. Typically, we roll 90 minutes. Our body doesn't know, like, hey, we're about to go again. So right. what's it doing? Uh, it's releasing a hormone called cortisol. Yeah. One of the primary roles of cortisol is to mobilize carbs, fats, and protein as fuel source. Yeah. So it puts us in the fancy term as a catabolic effect. It's just breaking things down. Yeah. All right. We don't have to break stuff down anymore. But our body doesn't know that because, again, it's in survival mode. It's like, hey. You know, if Adam comes at me and try to, like, you know, double leg me, I got to be ready to react. Yeah. You know? So how do we stop that? What does our body need? Well, when you work out, whether you weight train, CrossFit, Jiu-Jitsu, that kind of thing, you do two things. You deplete your muscle glycogen, right, which is essentially glucose, essentially sugar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, um, glucose gets converted to glycogen in our body. Right. Okay. So you want to re replenish your glycogen stores, and, and the best way to do that is to add a fast-acting carbohydrate, right? We have something called ignition right. that, that you can mix with your protein. It's right. twofold. So when you spike your insulin, insulin and cortisol are yin and yang. When you spike your insulin, it, it blunts the production of cortisol. So telling your body, like, hey, we're good. We don't have to keep breaking things down. So it'll take the sugar, right. <laughs> restore your muscle glycogen, and then it's going to allow the protein to repair your muscles. Right, yeah. So the idea of creating that insulin spike, right, so going yep. from a from a catabolic state to an to anabolic, anabolic state, state right, bingo. shuffling that protein yep. to the muscles, right, kind Insulin's of Insulin's a beautiful hormone, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, it, it's actually a A lot of bodybuilders hormone. just take insulin straight, man. Bingo, and, and that's why, because Get it's a big. carrying hormone. Yeah, it's going to shuttle things, right? Yeah. So, hey – that's cool in a post-workout setting because the quicker you can get your body back in an anabolic, you know, relaxed repair state, the less sore you're going to be, the quicker you're going to gain muscle, the more calories you're going to burn, the more fat you're going to lose. Yeah, I think there's even a caveat to that, though, because um, it's I don't, I don't want people to feel like you can just take a, a – a protein and a glucose, you know, like the ignition oh, no, no, formula. No. Like, supplements are supplements. Right, exactly. They supplement your diet and nutrition. Well, I think you, you still have to sleep and recover oh. because, like, the workout, that's where we're breaking everything down. Bro. But the, but the gains are made when you're sleeping Bro. and you recover. 100%. Dude, like. 100%. Uh, yeah. Health, fitness, performance, it, I always say there's four pillars to success with this, Okay. And you hit one. It's the it's the most unsexy one because everyone's like grind, hustle. You know. Yeah. Oh, need sleep. You need sleep. Yeah. You need sleep. Dude, I heard I heard this guy talking about it, and um, I can't remember who it was, but he presented it in a way where um, talking about those pillars, where it's actually so you have three pillars, and he put instead of a fourth pillar, he put recovery as the foundation because there's been you know studies just shown that 
even if you if if you don't get rest, even if you eat well, it doesn't work. Even if you work out, you don't get the same amount. And I think there was even some studies to where it's true. nothing changed. Diet didn't change. Intensity of workouts didn't change. Just the amount of sleep, sleep people got. And I think the group who got more sleep ended up losing something like 15 or 16% more body fat than yeah. the group who didn't. Yeah, yeah. So just that that foundational recovery piece because the whole I'll sleep when I dead you know, uh, that shit is for the birds, yeah, too. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. yeah. I, And that's only taken into effect like uh, body composition. Well, I'll guarantee you that the individuals who slept, their quality of life was much better. They right. enjoyed life. They were smiling. Yeah. They were, they were different people. Yeah. And then you get the most out of your ignition and uh, formula 100%. one. Because let's just be honest. That's an investment. Yeah. You know what uh, I'm saying? A hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah dude. Yep, it, it is. Uh, but, y- yeah, look, man. Uh, micronutrients matter. You, you know, you could, you could be down in your micros, but, you know, if you're not eating uh, nutrient-dense foods, like, yeah. What yeah. comes before your macronutrients? Your micronutrients. That well, and that's the thing, dude. If you take care of your gut, you yep. increase your body's ability to absorb yeah, those nutrients. Yeah. You know what Break I'm saying? Break down, partition nutrients from the food. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. And then, again, even from – so how how often do you work in level one? Because – so level one, you say you, you do formula one – in the mornings typically for yourself, uh-huh. right? Which yep. a lot of people don't realize when you wake up in the morning, you're in a fasted state. Oh, so yeah. your body, that's why actually I like to walk fasted because yeah. you're kind of, it's low intensity. So the intention, you see a lot of bodybuilders doing yep. this walking fasted yep. because you burn yep. that fat. Yeah, it's uh, different zones. Right, yeah, just yep. different zones. And um, so like maybe you work in some Formula One there, post-workout Formula One, where's somebody going to work in, you know, like the, the concentrated protein, you know what I mean? Like the slowest simulated, well, the it, level one. Yeah, and you know, uh, I'm, I'm big on um, categories over specific products. So like you'll hear me, like I do work in first form for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Right? Uh, but like so we're talking like a slowest simulating protein. Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. So like you just think like a whey concentrate or a milk protein, that kind of thing. Yeah, like right? a casein. Or yeah, and, 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 and why that's – look, man, they're still proteins, but they're two different tools for two different jobs. You know, right. it's like a Phillips head and a flat screwdriver, right? Like they're both screwdrivers. They're both proteins, but like, hey, one has a better application. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why that's better like in uh, meal replacement or adding to or baking is because it already has carbs and fats. It may yeah. not have a lot. But again, it'll it'll mimic the digestion of a whole food. Yeah. Uh, so me personally, if if someone wants to know, like my, everyone's gonna be different, right? It, supplements are that they help supplement your diet and nutrition. So everyone's needs are gonna be a little different. Yeah. Uh, here's here's what I take, and we where I work, we have I think eighty four different SKUs. Yeah, you guys got a lot of, yeah. lot of products. I take Microfactor. It's it's a it's a um, full spectrum multivitamin pack, you know, CoQ10, yeah. you know, uh, like a couple different things in there, right? Are there any fish oils in there? Fish uh, oil? There is one EFA, but I also take a fish oil, right? Yep. Because because there's there's also an individual fish oil that, that yep. fish oil EPA, offers, GHA, right? yeah, yep. man, like that. That's so your omega-3s, 6s. That, that and creatine are two of the most backed research supported creatine is one of the most safest supplements. It's Bro. the oldest. Re- Did you know it's a neuroprotectant? There. I didn't really. There's a study from like '93 that I pulled up. I wasn't aware because I'm always reading about the brain and it aids. So this guy's a local guy, and he is most likely if you read a article or research or anything with creatine monohydrate, he had his hand in this. I need to talk to him. His name's Dr. Chad Kersick. He runs the. Does the, he work with you guys? Was he on the TNT podcast? He was on the TNT yes. podcast. He runs the athletic department and like some other things and nutrition and all that at Lindenwood University. Oh, right on. Yeah. I need to connect with him because yeah. I would love to have that conversation because oh I don't gosh. think people understand he, the efficacy he, of that. Yeah, one he's, particular he, he's compound. Brilliant. That's the thing, man. It's in you know, it's in meat. It's in so many different things. It's just yeah. we naturally produce it we just in small amounts. Yeah. yeah, 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 dude. It's it's yep. important. So now you guys. Um, 
produce the you guys offer the the core 21 product as also like a cortisol control to help people with sleep help me understand because i'm not super familiar with that particular product but we're talking about cortisol and it uh, popped yeah, in my yeah, head, yeah. Right? Uh, no hey look um, i told you i'm an open book you can ask me absolutely anything yeah okay so cortisol it, it, here's a way to look at this and this will make a lot of sense just yeah. even this here remove the product from it just let's let's talk about cortisol cortisol primary role um We'll go back to scary movies. Yeah, f fight or flight wakes you up. Bingo. Yeah. All right. Now, if it's if it's fight or flight, like you get instant energy, do you want that late at night when you're trying to sleep? No, you do not. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you want your cortisol levels to be low. And that's what that helps regulate. That's what that helps regulate. Okay. Yep. Which is good for a lot of people because, like, I got them right here. I got some blue light blockers. Yeah. And we're in oh, yeah, all yeah, this yeah, artificial yeah. light late at night where our body's going to start, you know, producing melatonin. Bro, you been to Vegas? Like, dude, oh, like, yo, does like, it turn what? off, oh, Yeah, bro. it does it. <laughs> yeah, dude. See? And that that's perfect science, though. Like, look what they do. You have no idea. It's 4 a.m. You're like, how? Keeps your body away. Yeah. yeah. So, then, yeah, dude, that's a good tool, especially for some people. Like, maybe you don't want to look like a weirdo like me with some blue light blockers. <laughs> you don't have those. Or that's also one of the reasons why I like to get um, outside and sun exposure as early as possible because that helps regulate your cortisol levels yep. so that way you produce yep. you know that circadian yep. rhythm more naturally and yeah and and, and man I, your body's really intelligent man and oh, it happens so and, adaptive and it's something called an inverse cortisol curve uh some people they're 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 tired in the morning they can't wake up lunchtime like all this stuff, still tired they go home wide awake yep. can't sleep yeah can't sleep yeah you know and that's a condition like hey you know you may want to get tested get looked at things like that yeah yeah but, so core 21 can help people but, but here's the thing man down. even supplements like Look, this might help, but what's the causation? That's yeah, that's the thing. What's the causation? Yeah, we can't just throw things on it as a band aid. And yeah. that's kinda my beef with the whole healthcare industry. It's actually more like sick care. It's yeah. very reactive. Yeah. And Look. so many great things in modern medicine, but you gotta yeah. get to the root cause. Yeah. Like what's your rest like? What's your stress level like? What's Bingo. your what are you eating? Are you moving? Are you getting water? What's your environment like? Who are you hanging around with? Bingo. All these different things yep. before we start throwing like SSRIs at things. Yeah, before, man. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Let's let's change habits and behaviors before we start adding in like, hey, here's a blood pressure medication here's like this like no yeah bro. yeah it's, it's crazy well man i had a physician i actually i i end up i'm not going back to him because i asked him i was like dude i want to get this these blood work you know panels done just because i want to get my numbers i like to know yeah. where i'm at yep. and he's like oh i wouldn't really recommend doing this this test or this test unless you really have an issues because you seem healthy i don't think i'm just like Dude, I'm trying to be proactive and get my markers and understand where I'm, I'm at. Term, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, yeah. I don't care what's normal because those normal things aren't really what's optimal. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, like, where are you trying to live at? Yep. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Yep. Uh, can I ask a quick favor? Is there any way I can pee? Can we dude, pee? we can actually wrap this up. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm like, we're ah. good. We're right. I really appreciate it. Dude. Nah. We actually went, we're right at probably hour, hour 25. So we're about hour 20, dude. So dude, and that flew by. You said it. Man, I told you, dude. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to wrap this up. This, that's, that's perfect segue, brother. Um, Thank you so much for doing this, Jared, dude. This is fantastic. We could have geeked out for probably another hour on first form uh, products and different things. And uh, 100%, if, man. And even that, like we talked a little bit about athletics, but a little bit. Yeah, we could yeah, do dude, more. Dude, there's. So anytime you got yeah. more time, dude, you got an open invite, dude, yeah. to the show, bro. Appreciate like, it, man. This has been great. Seriously, so, thank you so much. Dude, yep. tell the people how they can check you out. Um, if there's anything else you want to leave them. Uh, man, I, I think there's some good nuggets in here. If, if anybody has any questions, anything I could ever help out with, do anything, man. Uh, my Instagram's Jarrett W bond 22. Uh, you know, I try to respond to all comments, DMS, everything right on. You, yeah. You know, um, man, I'm an open book. You, again, I, like I told you, you can't offend me. Yeah. Like, uh, Hey man, if I could help you, I will just right on. 
man, yeah. treat others how you want to be treated. Like th- that's what really what it comes down to. It's that simple, dude. Yeah. That's a good way to leave them. And um, <laughs> and I'll put that in the show notes. And if people are interested in checking out the products, they can go to firstform.com, and I'll put sh- I'll put links into there. And, For sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, dude, there's lots of resources if people need help. So, yeah. dude, brother, thanks again, man. Appreciate, I appreciate it, man. it. For real. Everybody, until next time. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I know I did. If you are getting value out of the podcast, which I'm sure you are, did you not hear that story? Jared has been through some shit, and he just remains such a positive uh, influence in the world, and he wants to also help others in his situation. So just such a powerful story, and um, man, it's something we can all learn from just to be a better person. But if you are getting value out of the podcast, please do me a favor, tell a friend, um, bring us bring us one friend, help us grow this thing, help us grow the community. Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, go over there, leave a five-star rating and review. This helps other people find the show. It helps us move up in the rankings. Just tons and tons of, tons of benefits by you guys doing that one simple thing. If you just take two minutes out of your day. Go leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you are enjoying the audio experience, we do have videos as well. So head over to YouTube and check us out over there and subscribe. Everything helps, guys. So it's much, much appreciated. Thank you guys very, very much. And then one more time, listen, a big thank you to the sponsors, Convergence Media Group. Jumbo Superfoods. Also, check out Imposed Will. We have an entire line of apparel over there, and you can save 10% uh, by using the code outside. And then I'd be remiss if I didn't thank First Form. They are not sponsoring the show, but they do make some amazing products, and I believe that they are changing the world with the way that they do business and just the way that they are helping people. And I just 100% love what this company is all about. So go check them out at firstform.com. I absolutely love their greens. Their Formula One is amazing. Their Level One is amazing. They have a ton of different products. Their apparel is top-notch. So go check them out, firstform.com. And then while I'm thinking about it, you know, we all have hard times, and you know, you're at, we're at the end of the podcast, and you just heard Jarrett's story, and uh, you know he has a mission now, of, you know, of helping other kids that you know have, are in similar situations to what he was, and you know they don't necessarily have a place to live, and it just got me thinking of you know with First Form there is another uh, charity that was started by Sal Frisella, who you know we had on the podcast we talked about, but Thirty for the Kids. If you're interested, check out Thirty for the Kids dot com. And, uh, you know, they're helping kids in Haiti as well as in St. Louis now. And, uh, man, let's just help the kids, man. Our future is dependent on, you know, making sure that the next generation is successful. So go to go to 30 for the kids and, uh, and, and see what you can do to help out. Uh, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for joining me. We will catch you next time. Love ya. Bye. Mwah.